Good morning, everyone. I've got a couple of prayers today. One is that you feel really, really blessed that God meets you. The other is that you don't notice that if you're a male vicar in this church, apparently there's a uniform, which is a blue shirt and a blue jumper. I genuinely had a conversation with Jago before this where I said, Jago, I'm so glad that I didn't wear my dark blue navy jumper with my blue shirt today. So I'm praying that you don't notice that. Uh, There are some times when you prepare a talk and you're thinking far ahead, maybe thinking a couple of weeks ahead, and you draw a nice little outline, you get it all ready, and then something changes and you need to change it. And today is one of those kind of talks. I had a great talk planned, I promise you, but I feel led to change it, Um, especially with what's happened in the news, especially with the news of Sarah Everard. What I want to speak today about is what does Jesus say to people who are fearful and worried and troubled? You see, we come to this moment in John's gospel that we're about to read, and Jesus has dropped a bombshell on his disciples. He's told them he's leaving, and actually, uh, the bit we're in is like in the middle of a farewell speech. John 13, 14, 15, and 16, Jesus says, one of you is going to betray me. And then he says, I am leaving soon. I will not be with you very much longer. And in that moment, his disciples are worried, they're anxious, and they're fearful, And today I want to speak about what does Jesus say to people who are worried, anxious, and fearful? We come to our reading. It's from John 14. And it says this. So Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He said, I'm leaving. But he says, do not be troubled. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, We don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you'll know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And I'm sure you've heard this passage before. I'm sure you've heard that phrase, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. It's a very famous phrase. But how many of us remember that Jesus says it in response to Thomas? What's Thomas's question? It's our question for this week in this series. The question is this, how can we know the way? How can we know the way? I mean, poor Thomas. Poor Thomas, he shows up about three times in scripture and he already has a nickname. What is Thomas famous for? Doubt. Doubting Thomas, that poor man. He only shows up and here he is again, living up to his name, Jesus has confidently said, you know the way to the place I'm going. And Thomas has to be like, actually, Lord, I'm really sorry. We don't. I know you're saying all these wonderful things, but we really don't get it. The disciples are looking at one another. Classic Thomas. Jesus is looking at him. Oh, Thomas, we're going to have a lot of work to do with you. Doubting Thomas, he's at it again. He asks him, how can we know the way? How can we know the way? But Jesus' answer is to their comfort As I said, he's told them, I'm leaving soon. I'm going. One of you is going to betray me. But then he speaks to their comfort and he says this, yes, Thomas, doubting Thomas. Yes, I'm leaving. But listen to this. He makes this bold, audacious and radical claim about his identity. He says, yes, I'm leaving. Yes, I'm going to heaven. But you already know the way to heaven, Thomas. The answer is standing right in front of you. The answer is me, Thomas, I'm the way. Thomas, I'm the truth. And Thomas, I'm the life. I'm the way to God. I'm the way to heaven. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And if you're trusting in Jesus today, just listen to the assurance and the hope and the certainty we can have in Jesus Christ. 
Jesus Christ says, I'm the way. I'm the way to God. You see, on our own, we are separated from God. Our sin cuts us off. But as Jesus gave his life for us on the cross, he made a way. It's like there was a uh, chasm between us. Imagine the walls in this church. Nothing we could do to cross it. And yet Jesus, as he laid down his life, he made a way for us. Jesus is saying, I'm the way home. I'm the way to God. I'm the only way to God. You can know him. And it's in great contrast to every other major religion. Every other religion says it's all about us developing a record of good works and we give it to God and hope he blesses us. But the gospel is that God develops a life of good works. Jesus lived the perfect life and he gives that to us and we get blessed in his place. Jesus says, I'm the way to God and the way to God is grace. I'm the way, says Jesus. And then Jesus says, I'm the truth. And Jesus is the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Jesus says, I'm the truth. And what he means is I'm a true and accurate representation of who God is. If you want to know what God is like, look at me, says Jesus. If you know what, want to know what God sounds like, it's me. If you want to know the heart of the Father, it's me. I will show you what God is like. And again, this is in contrast to the founders of every other major religion. Because in every other religion, someone says, I'll show, show you the way to find God. Don't look at me, look away from me. This is the way to find God. But Jesus shows up and says, I am God who has come to find you. I am the truth, says Jesus. I am the truth. And then guess what? Jesus says, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Jesus says, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. If you know me, if you know what God is really like, you will have freedom. Jesus says, I am the truth. And then Jesus says, I'm the life. I am the life, says Jesus. And in this, he's really restating what he said in John 11, where Jesus has said, I am the resurrection and the life. If you believe in me, even though you die, you will live, says Jesus. Everyone who lives will die, but if you trust in me, I will get you through death because I am gonna be raised to life. I'm gonna defeat death, says Jesus. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. If you are trusting in Jesus today, that is the person that you know. You know the way to God. You know the truth about who God is and you know the life that we have in him, the hope of eternal life in Jesus Christ. Take heart today, be encouraged, even if you're a doubting Thomas, as it were. Isn't that so good? Some of you, I know deep inside, you wanna say amen. I know people at home, you're doing that. You know, you're like, yeah, hallelujah, pulling your hand down. If you just want to encourage you, if you want to do that today, go for it. You know, let out something from the back. But see, the thing is, that is so good, isn't it? That's so encouraging. I do pray that you take heart today. But unfortunately, you see, Jesus has to really go and muck it up. Oh, Jesus. Um, look what he says. Look how he continues. Because there's such comfort here, but also there's real challenge. Jesus says in verse 6, no one comes to the Father except through me. And then he continues, he says, if you really know me, you'll know my Father. So there's two things. No one comes to the Father except through me, and if you really know me, you'll know my Father. In other words, Jesus saying, no one gets to God, no one knows God unless you believe in me. And he really is stressing belief there. He says, if you really know me, and he's saying, really knowing me is believing in who I am. Seeing me for who I really am. I am the son of God. And let's not shy away from it today. That is an exclusive claim. 
That is an exclusive claim. Jesus is saying, believing in me is the only way to know God. It's the only way to receive all that comfort that we've just talked about. Jesus is the only way to know the way, the truth, and the life. And there's no other belief system, there's no other religion, there's no other way of thinking. Good works won't get you there. Jesus is the only way. Following him is the only way. And that is challenging, isn't it? That confronts us, and that confronts our culture. And there's such comfort to be had in Jesus' words, but also, there's a real challenge here, I think. There's a real challenge. Jesus was so clear. He says, no one comes to the Father except me. No one. I wonder if you've ever read the Babylon Bee. Now, the Babylon Bee is a satire news site. So they write spoof articles, and they're designed to sort of touch on real topics, but they're designed to be humorous, okay? And this is an article that I read the other day, and they write about Christian things. This is what I read the other day. After reading several chapters from the Gospels over the weekend, local believer Wendy Butler reportedly published a blog post in which she criticised Jesus of Nazareth for not being very Christ-like. The blog post took Jesus to task for his unloving and problematic teachings. He devotes entire sections of his sermons to ranting about archaic religious concepts like hell and the last judgment instead of just coming alongside the marginalised and affirming their sins, Butler said. Very little of what I did on earth I would describe as life-giving. Frankly, I do a better job of being Christ-like than Christ himself. Now, that's satire, but I think it's tackling something head-on that we, I can consistently see that it's becoming increasingly common. Instead of letting God reveal himself to us, what we do is judge God against a worldly standard. So we judge the love of God by what the world says love is. So, you know, take this example of Jesus' exclusive teachings. We say, how could a loving God exclude anyone? How can Jesus say that he's the way, the truth, and the life? That's not very Jesus-like. Jesus needs to ask himself, what would Jesus do? And when people don't like this, and when this so confronts our culture, people change it. So Jesus says, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and the life. But at the moment, that gets changed. Jesus isn't the way, he's a way. He's just one of many ways to God. All roads lead to Rome. All religions just see part of the truth. Jesus is a way. Now, unfortunately, a claim that sounds inclusive is actually just as exclusive. Because how do you know what every other religion can only see in part? But that's a whole other sermon. Everyone makes exclusive claims. But Jesus being the way is changed to being a way. He's one of many ways. And then Jesus isn't the truth, He's your personal truth. Ah, he's your saviour. Good for you. You've got faith. What did Oprah ask Megan at the start of her interview? She asked her to share your truth. I don't say that to criticise them. Just to say that I think that really expresses what's going on at the moment, which is where truth as actually can be linked to personal experience. And because we have different experiences, there is some, such, some sense in which truth can be relative so Jesus isn't the truth. That's much too exclusive. Jesus is just a truth and he's your truth. And then Jesus can't possibly be the life because he's dead <laughs> and no one gets through death. So Jesus isn't the way, the truth and the life. He's a, he's a way, he's your truth and he's dead, says our culture. In other words, YOLO, you only live once. So that means that if our culture, if our society, where we are at the moment, if Thomas were to ask his question, 
now, he wouldn't have such certainty instead of, you know, because his question is, how can we know the way? How can we know the way? And yeah, that's specific to their time together. You know, Jesus says, I'm leaving. You're going to betray me. And and Jesus says, I'm going to heaven. He's like, we don't even know where you're going. How can we know the way? But in so many ways, Thomas, that question is a really universal one. How can we know the way? What's the way through life? What's our purpose here? What's the meaning to life? Is there a God? Can we get to God? What's the way to heaven? How can we know the way? Well, our culture would reject Jesus and say, go your own way, find your own truth, and live your own life. It's the only one you've got. Go your own way, find your own truth, and live your own life. It's the only one you've got. YOLO, in other words. But let me tell you, you heard it here first, YOLO, you only live once, that is no way to live. Jesus is the only way to live. And yes, his claim is exclusive. Jesus says, no one comes to the Father except through me, but it is precisely because it is exclusive that it is such good news. Knowing Jesus is the end of blindly trying to go through life and work it out all on our own. Knowing Jesus is the end of uncertainty and worry about the future. Even Jesus, knowing Jesus is the end of fearing death. We do not have to fear death if we're trusting in Jesus. Jesus says to Thomas, no one comes to the Father except through me. And this means we don't have to worry if there's another way. We don't have to worry if we've got it wrong. We don't have to try and find our own way through life because we know the way through life and through death. I've just mentioned the word phrase YOLO. Well, now I want to talk to you about FOMO. Do you know what FOMO is? The fear of missing out. And I wonder if London is a place where it's almost guaranteed to give you FOMO because there's so much going on, there's so much happening. Maybe this is a young person problem, but you know, you're wondering, oh, am I missing out on some fun somewhere? Is something happening? There's always things going on. Well, maybe like me, during lockdown one, I found that because I couldn't do anything but be in my home and go out once a day, I had a strange kind of peace. Because I was like, well, this is all I can do. This is the only option I've got. And also, I knew that everyone else was doing it too. I was like, here we are. Well, here we are. And I had a peace about it. Um, I didn't have any other option. And I certainly didn't have FOMO. And in a funny kind of way, it's the same with Jesus. When you know that you have no other option, you can have such peace. When you know that you've got no other way, you can have such hope. And it it really is the same with Jesus Christ. He is the way to God and through life. And when you know you've got him and he alone is your hope, you don't have to be fearful of missing out on anything because you know that he is everything. When you know that Jesus is your only hope, you won't be troubled because you know that he can't let you down. And if our culture says, go your own way, find your own truth and live your own life, we can find that quite enticing, can't we? That sounds like freedom, doesn't it? Ah, going my own way, yes. Getting my own way, ah, that'll bring me happiness. But what happens is when we take our eyes off Jesus Christ, when we forget that he is the way and that he is the truth and that he is the life, when life is tough, inevitably as it is, when pressure comes, when things don't work out, when every day the news is so worrying, when things like this week happen, it can be so easy to be worried and fearful and troubled. Just look at what Jesus, just look at what happens to the disciples. 
Just look at what happens to the disciples. As I said, Jesus has dropped this bombshell. He said to them, boys, I'm off. Places to go, people to see. But of course, he's Jesus, so he's much more holy than that. He says, I'm leaving you. And in, in this moment, it's like they're experiencing grief. Jesus, you're going? Jesus, you're, you're leaving? And not only that, one of us is going to betray you? And they're blinded by their fear. They're so anxious. They're so concerned. But look at what Jesus' response is. Look at what he says. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You already know the way to the place I'm going. Open your eyes, he said. It's like you're blinded. You already know the way. Jesus is saying, you already know the solution to your fear. He's standing right in front of you. It's me, says Jesus. And Thomas doesn't get it, classic Thomas. But as Jesus is answering him, he's saying, you've got nothing to be troubled by, Thomas. You do not have to worry. Do not let your heart be troubled because you know me. And if you know me, you already know the way. And Jesus stands in front of us today and says exactly the same thing. If you're trusting in him, you already know the way. Today, I want to ask you, have you taken your eyes off Jesus Christ? It can be so easy to. Doubt, worry, and fear can distract us. Our sin can pull us away. Apathy can just inch by inch take us away from God. And so easily we can lose sight that he is the way and that he is the truth and that he is the life. And God says to us today, look to me, you already know the way. I am the way, says Jesus. I am the truth and I am the life. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Jesus says to know me is to know the way through life. To know me is to know the way through death. Jesus wants to remind you today or maybe even for the first time, if you trust in him, you do not let, do you not have to let your heart be troubled. He is the way. The solution to our fear is Jesus Christ. Just look at the certainty and hope he gives his disciples. He says in verse seven, if you really know me, you will know my father as well. Hear Jesus saying that to you today. If you see Jesus, you will know the Father. We have a future hope. We will know him. There will come a day when you will see God face to face. You will know him fully, even as you are fully known. You have a sure and certain hope with God forever. But that hope begins now. And in a sense, I'm just repeating what Jago said last week. It's always worth repeating what Jago said, but it's especially worth it now. We have a hope in the future, but we have a hope that begins now. Jesus says, from now on, you do know him and have seen him. From now on, God is with you. From now on, you do know God. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You will know the Father, says Jesus, and from now on, you do know him and you have seen him. God says the same thing to you today. You have the hope of heaven and you have the certain hope of Jesus and God with you right now. Even in uncertainty, even in fear, whatever you face, God is with you today. He is faithful to you. Yes, Jesus is the only way, but there is such peace and hope in him. Hear the answer to that universal question. How can we know the way? Well, Jesus answers, I am the way the truth and the life.